0: events, companies, and etc. that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead is strictly coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your Keeper. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I'm your Keeper, Keeper Michael, and we return to masks. we the tip in our Kenyan chapter. Uh, as we like to do at the top of the show, we'd like to thank you, the listener, and especially you, the Patreon supporter. If you'd like to check out what we have to offer on Patreon, you can at patreon.com slash the old ways podcast. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube so you can check out all of the video updates that we'll offer every week. And now we'll get to cast introductions to my right.
1: This is Tiffany and I play Maeve O'Shea. And I forgot where I parked my car. Oh, yes. That's a. Or the podcast, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Wait,
0: don't make me turn this podcast around to Miss O'Shea's right
2: this is Morgan I play Lillian Lane and I got to dress up last episode mm,
0: indeed you had a new a brand new disguise with um a rather specific accessory at the end of the table
3: this is Jake I'm playing Jack Doyle and I'm apparently sleeping one off
0: yeah no certainly the um we'll just say the heat yeah the heat has right. gotten yeah
4: to yeah. You. yeah that's what it is
0: yeah Uh, To Jake's right.
4: This is Lonnie, and I'm playing Robert Drummond, and uh, I can say in my defense that I did almost nothing wrong.
0: Certainly. Spoken like a true colonial. Uh, And to uh, Mr. Drummond's right.
5: This is James, and I'll be playing Dr. Sigmund Tartenbach, and I am craving a nice warm cup of tea.
0: Indeed. Hot tea could be on the menu. And last, but most certainly not least. This is Alex playing St. Paul, who... Wishes
6: that uh, investigators would camp more because apparently you just can't trust hotel owners. It
0: seems like a factual statement to me at this point. Before we get things kicked off, we're going to let the um, we're just going to let the investigators steep a little bit and perhaps regain some of their luck. And so we'll turn right back around to Tiffany, who plays Maeve O'Shea, and we will have her make a luck roll for us.
1: Okay, that's a ninety-seven out of eighty.
0: Hmm. Okay. So that's a failure. So we'll roll 2d10. And we will give you enough to max out your luck. Woo! All right. So, Miss Lane, played by Morgan.
2: I get a four out of 31.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Take nine points of luck. Thanks. At the
3: end of the table. Uh, that's a 30 under 96.
0: Okay, so you're going to cap at 99. Mm -hmm. I don't even have to roll it. No. So we can move on now. Uh, Mr. Drummond.
4: That is a 70 out of 36. Okay,
0: so take
4: 15 points of luck. Thank you, Odd Duck Dice. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Indeed. Doctor, as played by James.
5: I have rolled a 23 under 84, sir.
0: Okay, 23, geez. And you can have nine points of luck as well. And last but most certainly, at least, Sam, as played by Alex.
6: Uh, I got a 56 out of 82.
0: All right. Take five more points to look. I will. So we'll raise the curtain tonight in the the Hampton House Hotel. It is evening. And after a very long fit of exhaustion, after seeing the great Bundari. Jack, you had fallen asleep. Um, You had had a drink at some point in your room. You can tell because the bottle there is still sitting open. The glass, there's a little bit of residue, perhaps that's whiskey at the bottom of it. And as you open your eyes, you're struck by the idea that you don't know what time it is. It's evening, right? It's definitely evening. Uh, There's no light from the window here. The heat of the day seems to have passed. And because you've taken one of these sort of longer afternoon naps, you sort of can feel the heat cling to you. There's probably some sweat there as you've baked in a little bit inside this room. Uh, What year is it? That's a great question.
3: Right, I will uh, crawl out of bed and try to make myself presentable
0: you crawl out of bed and go into the, the trunk with your clothes in it find a reasonably fresh undershirt you can't remember the last time you laundered these clothes it's gotta be since Shanghai I'll have the hotel do it you um, reach in grab the dark suit that you have straighten out your tie, get, you know, get things set. And you turn back to the table where the whiskey is and the glass, because there's a bedpost there. And your hat's gone. What the hell do I do with my hat? I look around. It's not under the desk over there. It's not on top of the trunk. It's not on the other side of the bed. and. It doesn't take you more than a few moments that you actually feel genuine panic at a low level. Right, That know. like something you have always had and owned for some time in different shapes and forms, obviously, but it's missing. And it's not like you to just... Leave it somewhere. Right. Where's your damned hat?
3: Well, I'm going to go to one of the other rooms, uh, the doctor's room
0: okay you go to the doctor's room knock on um, the door Yeah, Sigmund there's a knock on your door you are um, just probably eh, probably a little while ago got back into your body after your um, jaunt
5: sojourn yeah. <laughs> I've come to the door rubbing sleep out of the eyes and putting on one of the suspenders to hold my pants up i Yes, but, uh, ah, Jack, what, what can I do for you, boy? Oh, looks like you had a little bit of
3: nap, too. Um, hmm. Have you seen my hat?
5: Look around my room. I, no, I don't think it would be here, Jack, but, um, I haven't seen it, no? Hmm.
0: Jack, um, there's a piece of paper on the floor. Right, oh. right inside his door. I assume this is not it. <laughs>
3: Maybe it's under it.
0: The note says the hotel staff is on to us. Yes. I'll be in my room. Yep. On to us. Did you did you sign it?
4: <laughs> no.
0: Okay. So, so you have no idea who, who sent this. Well, note. I know it's not Maeve's. Right, I didn't write it. Right. Because if it was Maeve, she, the place would just be burning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen her handwriting before. That's true. I
5: don't.
3: Who do, who do you think it is?
5: If Sam were going to tell us something clandestinely, he would do it, I think, with more flair, yeah? Yeah, like a pigeon in the window or something. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of aerial assault or something. Oh, I don't know. Let's go see uh, who's in their room.
0: Okay. Yeah. You, you would take a look to see who's in their room. So, um, who are you going for first? Uh, I guess I'll start with Lillian. Okay, Miss Lane, there's a knock at your door. This is after you've come back from scouting the tea house, obviously. You and have had that conversation. You know that Sam is still, you know, at his recon post. Um, but you have come back to the hotel. You've already taken all your disguise stuff off and sort of prepared for the evening.
2: I open the door and I'm wearing probably comfortable clothes after being stuck in a uh, other clothing for the day, and I have Jack's hat in my hand. Ah,
5: Mr. solved,
3: Lillian. uh is that my hat?
2: I kind of put it behind my back a little. No. Uh,
3: okay. Um, did you leave the doctor a note? I did not. Oh.
2: Do you want this hat?
3: Well, I'm pretty sure it looks like my hat. I'm not saying that you took my hat.
2: It, it's your hat. I took your hat.
3: Why, why, okay. You know what? I'm sure it was for a good reason.
2: It was. It looks really good on me, too.
3: A- anyhow, uh, the do- the doctor uh, got a note saying that the hotel staff is on to us.
2: Oh, that's not good. What are we going to do about that?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to find out who wrote the note. We need to oh. plan, though.
2: It wasn't me, but I'll help you find out who it was. No,
3: well, we appreciate that.
2: Yeah, I close the door behind me and go with them.
3: Go to Maeve's room. Okay.
0: So, um, there's a knock at the door, Maeve. We're gathering the whole team together.
1: I will answer the door, probably holding slander.
0: Okay. You see the doctor, Jack, and Lillian.
1: Um, I didn't do it.
3: You didn't write the note, leave it under the doctor's note, door?
1: No. Actually, I didn't do it.
3: Well, apparently, uh, the hotel staff are on to us. I don't know exactly what they're on to. Oh, we haven't—we haven't been hiding, you know. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I have a feeling I know what this is about. Oh, well, so. Drummond and I were talking to um, the uh, hotel manager. Reggie. Yeah, right. And I was trying to be coy and try and get information to see if he knew what was going on. But Drummond decided to spill the beans.
3: Oh, and how did that go over?
1: Not well, as far as I could tell. Reggie decided to uh, walk away and I just left the hotel in case other people showed up and that's when i ran into lillian
3: okay let's go talk to drummond i'm sure he uh, he must know he must be the mysterious letter writer i would think so okay go knock on drummond's door
1: it's not too
0: farther down the hall an entire group of footsteps arrives outside your door
5: robert Actually, Doc is going to head back to his room briefly and probably finish getting dressed for the morning.
0: <laughs> um, it's the evening, but that's okay.
4: He's got his party pajamas on.
0: There's a knock at your door, Robert.
4: People? Probably not. You're not sure? Crack the door, yes. Got in hand. Is this yours? Is this yours? I gave it to the doctor. It's not mine.
3: <laughs> okay.
4: I opened the door enough to, to let him in and realize everybody's out there and go, oh, shit.
3: So uh, what, what's going on?
4: Mistakes were made, um, clearly. I'm not nearly as smooth of a talker as I thought I was. And uh, Reggie's definitely in on everything. I figure we should either relocate or start moving now. What did he say to you?
3: Yeah, how do you know he's in
4: on it? I mean, the fact that he instantly um, made a beeline for other areas. I caught him uh, basically trying to uh, head out the back door somewhere.
3: But where is he now?
4: I don't know. I don't want to know. I assume he's in conversation with people who um, like burning places down to the ground. Why? I assume the only reason we're safe here is because that's where Reggie's stuff is.
3: It sounds suspicious. I just don't know if we want to be uh, jumping that conclusion yet.
5: But we might want to relocate.
4: I'm literally standing there with a gun in my hand.
5: Wouldn't be the first time we've had to do it under this amount of duress, Jack? Oh,
3: yeah. That's not b- bothering me. Yeah, mate. but why don't we get to our stuff, start getting our stuff together. Go tell Sam. I'll get him. Okay.
5: I'll gather my things as well.
2: I put out my hand. Gentlemen, Sam is not in the building.
5: Oh, it's, is he at a stakeout?
2: He, yes. He is at the tea shop.
3: Okay, well. Oh. You know what? I'm going to go downstairs and see if Reggie's around.
0: Okay. So the doctor is getting ready. Other people are Are other people going to get ready? or I I want to make sure that we know where people are are at and what they're doing.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Okay. Clearly, Robert is packed and has a gun in his hand. He's been packed for an hour. Yes. He has. has. And he's been sitting in a chair opposite the door with a gun pointed at it. Yes. Yeah. He's been waiting. You're lucky to get two rounds through the (laughs) doors when you knocked.
3: Especially a
5: a bunch of uh, footsteps outside. Right. Doc heads over to um, Maeve's room once he's grabbed his bag and a few other things. Knock, knock. Yes? Uh, Before we go, anywhere near the tea shop, I I just... uh, I want you to know that there's something there and it's very, very bad. Yeah?
1: That's not surprising.
5: I mean, like, I, I have proof. And I'm... I may have lanced the infection infection as it was. Doc looks um, slightly guilty, (laughs) kind of looking around the room anywhere but at Maeve.
1: What do you mean? What's there?
5: I don't know what it would look like in in this world, but in the other world, it was a massive infection, Um, like a, a... A plight of a blood infection.
1: On the teahouse itself?
5: Focusing through the teahouse, but it is all over the town. There are buildings all over the place.
1: Okay, and you said you lanced it, so it's leaking out?
5: Yeah, it might be leaking. But the only way to remove an infection is to um, deal with it head on. Okay. But I thought you especially should know in case we need to take extra precautions of that variety. Yeah?
1: Yeah. There isn't much we can do other than make a circle of protection, but that takes like an hour, so...
5: At least we will not be surprised. Yeah. Doc leans back against the doorframe a little.
1: (laughs) I'm just trying to think what it would be and how we would either protect ourselves or... I mean, for you, I can do stone skin again, um, but I can't cast that on everybody.
5: No. And um, honestly, truth be told, if you were to cast that on anyone to bestow them that ability, I would think it would be someone... Like Sam or Jack, who could do the most damage while taking the least. I understand you'll want to keep me whole and hearty,
1: mind you. Yeah, you've been smashed about the face one too many times for my liking.
5: Oh no, it's always looked like this, I promise. (laughs) Doc grins and uh, offers his elbow to Maeve.
1: I can do that for Jack. That's fine, because Jack's here. Yeah. I don't know how quickly we'll beat up with Sam.
0: That's a great question. So speaking of, Sam. Hey. Hey. How's it going?
6: You tell me. Oh, badly. I was most recently um, reminded that we are living in a hellscape that we can trust no
0: one. Uh, Yeah, so the last time we left Sam, he'd seen something rather um, interesting, and that was yeah, uh, having a long, drawn-out dinner with a couple of other what seemed to be merchants in the area. And then after waiting around for clearly over an hour, so it's got to be 9 o'clock at this point, someone arrived on scene. And the person that arrived on scene was... A hotel owner that you're familiar with, at least by name and visually. Hard to miss, especially that car. Reggie had a very animated conversation. And Tankoor was calm as a Hindu cow. Didn't faze her, whatever he said. And then after a while, he left in a huff and got in a car and drove off. Just for um for
6: my own sake, how many was Tonker having tea with us? Two more people. Two more people, and then eventually Reggie
0: joined. It wasn't just tea; it was like tea, and then dinner, and then drinks, and then chess, because because of, of course. So they're they're still there after Reginald leaves, right? Mm-hmm.
6: Okay. So I have a question for the keeper about the area that I'm in. Yes. Are there any? It's, it's really it's actually really funny that Jack mentioned the the carrier pigeon but are there any cats about
0: um I'm sure that there are but I'm happy to ro- I'm happy to roll luck or have you roll luck to see if there are any nearby
6: I would love to roll luck I got a bunch of that right now yeah go for it thank you yeah, that's a 67 out of 87 I'm sure there's a cat I'll, I'll, I'll offer it a bit of the dried liver I keep on me and I would like to spend two magic points and one sanity point okay in order to, uh, I'm going to let him know and say, hey, buddy, um, I hate to do this, but I, I need to ask you to do me a favor. And I'm going to bind him.
0: Mm, okay.
6: That's what, so that's two magic points and one sanity Yeah. Right yeah, that's right. So look, I need you to take something to someone for me, okay? I'm going to take uh, out of my belongings one of the uh, tomes that spent a lot of time with Maeve uh, probably, um, well, not who's, well, we loaned Africa's dark sex to, to Robert.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Right. So one of, one of the other ones, um, that was not, uh, the, the titles escaping me right now. I know I have one. I know I have at least one other book that was Mave's. Certainly. So yes, I will, I will grab one of, one of Mave's tomes, um, okay. and get it real close to the cat, um. So she's at the really big white house with the columns that way. Do you know where it is? I try to to bait a bit of affirmation. Like, I'm going to try to, I'll continue describing the area. You know, there's follow the tree.
0: There's, there's a big park across the way.
6: Yeah. The big white building across from the the grass, across from the, the trees, across from the park. And I know it's a cat, I not know what the hell a park is, but...
2: Yeah.
6: Find her, and I will continue to kind of rub the book uh, all over his face while I write a brief note. Okay.
0: So we're going to stretch credulity here a little bit, I think. Um, it is a mythos spell, though, so...
6: I mean, I'm more focused on on getting him to identify that there's someone else here. Yeah. There's someone else you should be looking for. Uh, the area is just kind of like a that way, I'll point and do what I can to describe, you know, landmarks that he might understand as a cat.
0: Okay. The cat adjusts a little bit at being, you know, saddled with your note. So the cat takes off. I'm
6: hoping, so I'm going to continue watching them uh, go through whatever their nightly looks like. I My aim is to either see where Tonkor goes after the shop in the mm-hmm. evening, or where, where she's going to go. I just need to know where she's going to end up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But
6: I'm definitely going to continue to stay hunkered and vigilant. Mm -hmm.
0: So you watch this entire meal wrap up eventually, probably in the next 20 minutes or so. And Tanqor and her two merchant friends step out from the eatery and then begin walking back down towards where the tea shop is.
6: Yeah. once I don't need the once they, once they exit the shop I get low I put down the uh, the glasses and you know I get really I make myself as small as possible
0: mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you roll stealth because you, you're pretty well hidden and so I, I don't think that it's necessary but you watch them walk back down towards the shops and Tonkor eventually walks back unlocks and walks back in the front of the tea shop and then shuts the door
6: so what that leads me to believe then, if if she stays here, she's either working late or she sleeps here. Which means that when I saw her come in the morning, there's some sort of early, maybe late twilight hour or some time in the, in the early morning where she leaves. And the only way that I'm going to know when that is, is to hold my position. So I dip back into my coffee and take a deep breath, because if she's
0: going to sleep, I can't. Yeah, and you have already been up for an, a day. Oh yeah, a day. So now, now we're gonna. Now there are gonna be some stress points.
6: I didn't. I didn't anticipate that she slept here. That sucks.
0: Okay. So back at the hotel, Jack, you went downstairs to talk to um, Reggie. Uh, so yeah, you head downstairs, and the bar is a little lively. It's you know mm-hmm. nine ten o'clock at night people are here are enjoying themselves so is uh, Reggie Baines who's walking and carousing with other folks here and doing his doing his best to be a um you know a, a well-meaning host I'll uh walk up to him oh Mr. Doy, you're looking better than uh last time I saw you oh wow well, a little less you. tired maybe
3: yes it was a it was a long night
0: uh so how you doing Reggie um good yeah yes yes no got
3: oh, uh, my friends so that you uh weren't looking so good and harried off out here
0: oh oh yes um yes I uh, I spoke with Mr Drummond and he told a um a rather fantastic tale uh one he's clearly been um working on for some time.
3: Right, right. Well, you know, he has uh, got a wild imagination.
0: Oh, yeah. He um, he made several, um, <laughs> we'll just say, uh, incredible statements. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, he uh, he said that had quite an effect on you.
0: Well, uh, he sort of widens his stance. You see him open his his palms up a little bit and just sort of shrugs and says, uh, I, I think if, if you heard what he's suggesting, even you would say that it strange, it's, it's, it's a little strange to even think about.
3: Yeah. It, it just sounded like he said that you, uh, were heading off maybe to, uh, talk to somebody. Talk to someone. Yeah. And I, and I assured him that you of all people wouldn't, uh, Betray the trust that your guests have.
0: Oh, well. (laughs) The only person I went in to talk to after talking to them was the kitchen staff. Which, by the way, um... And I, I mean nothing by this, but it's important for context. Mr. Drummond came in the back door of the kitchen. Did he? Yes. And then tried to shove his way past one of the staff members and upended a bunch of fruit. And so I had um I had to remind him that the kitchen door was for staff only, of course,
3: yes. well, I do apologize for that.
0: you know well, I, I thought nothing of it at the time, and then um the, some of the staff had said that he was a little menacing. Well, he can get carried away, you know, well, uh, you know what?
3: Well, let me just go, me go over to the bar and have a drink together, kind of you know patch this up.
4: oh,
0: certainly. Um, port? Sure. He pours you a glass of whatever it is that he's drinking, uh, salutes you, um, and then pretty uh, immediately begins to, um, enjoy himself.
3: Uh, when he, uh, when he's starting to leave, I'll take him by the arm. Mm-hmm. I'll pull him in close and squeeze. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Now, uh, uh by nature, I'm not a violent man. But I am more than capable of committing violence. If I thought you were going to betray us, but I'm sure I don't have to do that, right?
0: I think you should roll Intimidate to see how he picks up on it.
3: Uh, That'll be 65 under 78.
0: He does his best to pull his arm away from your hand like he pulls on his arm and you see him sort of straighten his jacket I don't know um, what you're talking about Mr. Doyle your group doesn't have anything to fear from me the only thing that you have to fear from is people trading in fanciful stories about dead men
3: of course we've got uh, a bigger fish to fry in town
0: oh Now you're frying fish. Yes. I thought you were here just investigating and now you're frying.
3: Oh, yes. Somebody's going to fry. Hmm. She. Better watch out.
0: Have a good night, Reggie. He stands his uh, ground as best he can.
3: Now drink the port and then uh, go back upstairs.
0: Okay. You head back upstairs. Uh, You are followed by a cat.
3: Not you, too. It has a note on it. <sighs> okay. I'll pick up the cat and take the note. You pick up the cat.
0: Yeah, it seems pretty pretty pleasant.
3: We've seen our old friend Sam, have you? It seems to have his handwriting on it. All right, what's the note say? It says,
6: late night dinner with a party of three. Fat white R came uptown and stayed for hot tea. Big house unsafe, watch what you eat. I'm going to go to Drummond's store first.
0: Okay.
4: Crack it again. See, it's him.
3: Uh, I'll hold up the note for you. I don't wonder if he still has the cat. <laughs> yeah, of course I have the cat.
4: I look at the note. Okay. Oh, son of a bitch. <sighs> Sorry, I kicked over a hornet's nest, I guess. No, that's fine. It's that fine. You'd want a little more clandestine work? <laughs>
3: you know what? Sometimes you get the best results from kicking the hornet's nest. It moves, It tends to move things along. But uh, but uh, I would uh, suit up a few. I would suit up if I were you, because uh, I have a feeling that Reggie's going to go running to our uh, little friend.
4: I kind of sidewaved the gun in my hand. I, I'm I'm pretty much ready. I think. Where to now?
3: Well, um, I don't want to spoil Sam's uh, stakeout. But I have a feeling that uh, things are going to get hot real quick here.
0: For the rest of the group, then, Lillian, Maeve, Doctor, you're all prepared at this point to leave if necessary, if that's what you've been doing for the past half an hour. Jack, are you going to move this message on to Maeve? Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I,
3: I, I don't know if the door is locked, but I, wasn't, I would knock on it and just open it up.
1: It's not locked. Okay. I'm not afraid of much.
3: Right, and I, I kind of assumed that you weren't uh, indecent at the moment, no, so uh um, so Sam contacted us. yeah, Reggie's been there. He's probably running to her again.
1: Oh, okay.
3: so uh, we might want to think about uh, f- you know getting ready for some uh, conflict
1: here or there? Well,
3: that's the question.
1: Do you have about? Five minutes?
3: Yeah. I'm just going to go get everybody else.
1: Let me give you armor again.
3: No, no, I'm not going to say no. Hey, Drummond, you want to go get uh,
4: the other two? Sure. I will head down the hall. Okay. I'll knock on whoever's door is closest.
0: Yeah, Lillian's closest.
4: I'll knock on the door.
0: Okay.
2: I open the door and I have my bag mostly packed on the bed, and I am reloading um size rifle, and I have a curved blade to put inside my jacket coat. Wearing dark pants and probably a dark shirt.
3: She knows what she's doing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Jack says... Uh... We're getting ready. It looks like Reggie's running.
2: Oh, to the tea house? mm mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm ready whenever the group is.
4: He's talking with Maeve right now. I've got to go get the doctor.
0: Jack and Maeve, why don't you um, decide how much um, magic you're going to spend?
1: I'm going to spend four MP, so that's four D6. Do you want me to roll that? Yeah, why not?
0: It's your armor spell. You roll it. Okay. Get you some armor.
1: That is 12. Okay. I rolled real shitty. Sorry. That's okay. This 12. I won't take. And then it's 1d4 sand. I don't know if you want to roll that.
0: No, oh, no, no. I'll definitely roll one. Oh, the sand. Let me, let me do the good
1: ones. That's what I figured.
0: <laughs> hey, just a point. And guess what that means?
1: I don't take it.
0: That's right. Yes. Because you're hardened against the mythos. Any any one point sand loss are halved and you don't take any half points. Nice. Um, After three or four minutes, Jack, you feel a little bit different. Um, You mostly feel different because the the skin on really the upper and lower parts of your body feel almost accordion like. Uh, And that could be because it looks like you're sprouting green scales all over the place and they're they're pretty thick like they're as thick as a quarter all right that's disconcerting and um oddly enough for you, Miss O'Shea Mr. Doyle seems to have some sort of a um a similar we'll just say musk at this point that you've you've smelled before much like your friend from the deep it seems to carry some of that odor. I'm not saying it's alluring in any way. I'm just saying that it's there.
1: Interesting.
3: All right. So what do we uh, what do we want to do? We want to stay here and wait for uh, her to strike us? Or do we go and kick in her door?
1: I don't know. I mean, honestly, that's really up to you. I mean, if we wait here, we can prepare a little bit more. Like I can make a circle of warding if we all stay in one room. But then that's also assuming that they're going to come here. Right. And I don't think that she would come herself. That's what she has her minions for. Unless we want to thin those out before we go after her. I'll be honest. I'm
4: really tired of every time we turn around, we move somewhere and something blows up.
3: That's fair. That and there's going to be, uh, there's plenty of innocence in this uh, hotel right now. So what does everyone
5: think? I think we should take it to them. That is just my vote. Doc puts the cloth-covered birdcage on the table. Lillian, do you know where uh,
3: Sam is?
2: He's at the TFs.
3: Well, do you happen to know where he's uh, watching from?
2: I um, I knew last where I saw him when I left.
3: Okay. Well then, He
2: might still be there.
3: <laughs> so then we'll... Uh... We'll head down to the tea shop and then we'll stop a little ways away and let you go and uh, warn Sam or at least draw him out.
2: I've been in um, the tea shop's basement. Uh, You have? Not physically.
3: Oh, not not physically?
2: But I know the layout.
3: Okay, that's something.
0: Can you draw it?
2: Mm, Can I draw it, Keeper?
0: You could probably give an impression of it. I don't know about draw it. I mean, you could probably get bits and traces, but it also creeped you the hell
4: out.
2: I'll draw kind of what I saw. I mean, it'll be crudely because while I like art, I am not an artist by any means. So I draw a rough something of what I had seen in my vision. And she may sense us coming. Right. Because she saw me.
0: This is the first time you've seen Lillian really up close like this, minus the whole hat situation, Jack. And you notice that there are spots along the sides of her face. What is on your face?
2: It's something that appeared after I went into the the tea house basement.
3: How, How did you go into the tea house basement?
2: Very carefully. I do the thing that you guys don't want me to do, and I touch something.
3: And then you're in the basement.
2: And then I was in the basement. I see. Okay.
0: We'll uh we'll talk about that later. If you do end up leaving the hotel, what I'd like to know is, are you taking your things with you? Yes. Okay. Do we want it?
1: I, I don't know how we will finagle that with a giant ass trunk.
0: Okay. So so Sigmund said yes, and you're saying no. I'm just trying to figure out
5: well, we can't take it. They had those. packed it. So I guess Doc thought that we were taking his stuff. So if he sees that nobody else is moving his <laughs> things, he'll put them next to the door inside the hotel room and just grab his bag in the birdcage.
0: Okay. So uh, the investigators at the hotel exit and head towards the tea house. Is Reggie downstairs? He is, when you go back downstairs. He's off in the dining and bar area and you can technically leave the hotel Without having to pass by him, oh, we go with the tea house. It's not terribly far. Uh, the Asian the Asian quarter is nearby. The big thing to remember here as you move through the space is it's dark. Um, there are very little in the way of anything close to natural streetlights or even un, or even man made streetlights. There's lanterns outside of uh, some places that give you a rough idea of where streets are. Um, luckily. You have multiple people in the group that know where the tea house is. And so you work your way towards it. I'll just ask the group who's approaching. um, Are you going to do anything in any way to covertly arrive? Or are you going to walk basically right down Bashara Street to? No, I think we'll uh,
3: stop a little ways away. Mm -hmm. So that we can try to get uh, Sam.
0: Okay. The cat comes with you. Yeah,
3: I got him. I'm carrying the cat.
0: You get close enough, um, probably four or five houses away. Because remember that the Asian market here basically walks right up to a residential spot. So you have these long thoroughfares here um, that have market stalls and uh, market buildings in them. And then not but across the street is regular old housing. Which Sam has used to um, affect himself a place to, you know, recon it. Okay,
3: so, uh, Lelian. help us find Sam here?
2: I can do that. Do you want to stay right here while I go do that? Yeah. Right, I will go back to the original place where Sam and I were. Originally, I was disguised as a man standing on the street. So I'll kind of go sweep over by where... We were standing against the wall. Yeah. And over near where the the outside tables were at the little cafe or mm-hmm. deli that was across the street. Um can I roll spot hidden to find Sam?
0: <laughs> uh, sure. You can try. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know if we need to bog down like in rolls. So Okay. Um I, I say that because you're gonna approach the spot that he uses a recon location. And since you're the only person that's going to walk into that area, it's going to be impossible for him to not hear you. Uh, you, you certainly you could stealth if you really wanted to, but um, I think it slows gameplay down. So I, I am happy with her being cautious at your her approach, and Sam likely hearing someone move towards that space.
2: I mean, I, I do have a rifle, a familiar rifle, slung across the back my back.
0: We're in the mid, almost in the middle of the night. You're a shadowy silhouette approaching with a rifle. I don't know if we want to go on that tact. It's not a good idea.
2: <laughs> well, I'm kind of whispering, Sam. Sam,
0: stop hissing. I'm right here. He comes out of like a like a flat shadow in a different direction than you were thinking. What are you doing back here?
2: Um. Well the the group is the group is over here. There. Oh my they, gosh. No, 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 Reggie. Reggie apparently knows. Knows about us?
6: Yes, that's what. That's why I sent. That's why I sent a note. Did you? Did you all get the note? Oh, we got your note. Yeah, he showed up here. But any anyway, hold on. Just go that way. Where are they? Where, where's? Where are they? That way. Okay, let's go that way.
0: Mostly, it's easy to find them because the doctor has met a local who he is engaging in loud discussions with. Uh, they're talking over. Um, different pipe tobacco you have no idea who this person is or how the doctor found them but you that's the first voice you hear
6: I, i'll approach continually kind of looking over my shoulder at the tea house Ooh, how's it going everyone
4: fantastic
6: yeah we thought we'd come in, in. i see i see you've met fabien Fabienne. oh yeah here's your friend we might not want to be too close um but who, I'll, I'll look at whoever the doctor's talking to
0: Mm
6: -hmm. and I'll kind of position myself so I'm not talking toward or past them (laughs) as I kind of continue to talk to uh, Jack and and the rest of the group. Mm -hmm.
0: The person seems pleasant enough.
6: The owner's inside, but um, I I was waiting to see if they were going to
3: leave at all. Well, I have a feeling that uh, tonight's going to be a culmination. Well, I think that doing anything
6: while she's in there, is the worst idea. We don't know what sort of mess she has at her disposal in there.
3: Yes, but how often does she actually leave?
6: Well, she does, she did show up in the morning, so I imagine if she's going to depart, it would be sometime between twilight and dawn.
4: Assuming she doesn't just bunker in?
6: Sure. At that point, she came out, it was nighttime to have dinner with her friends. But as far as we know, if that's the only place that that she operates out of, it's where she's going to be not only safest, but most powerful.
3: That's true.
4: What's the building made out of? Litter stone.
0: Oh, wood.
3: We're not burning down
4: half of uh,
3: Swahili town.
4: I don't plan on it. No,
0: this is the Asian market. It's not Swahili
4: town. Oh,
3: I'm sorry. We're not going to burn down half of the Asian market (laughs) just to... Flush her out.
4: Flush her out? No, no, no. If you burn it around her, she probably isn't going anywhere.
6: If you give her a giant fire, we will be dealing with a giant problem. Do you right understand? Right. Those things have to come from somewhere. It's a lot easier when there's a bonfire
3: around. So what's the play here? Well, I think at this point we can't, uh... we Obviously, we can't trust the uh, Hampton House anymore. We could move to another one, but that will still, uh leave us exposed and innocence in danger. I say now we, we have to take the fight to her. Okay. Are you all prepared to do that here and now? I think it's about as prepared as we're going to get.
5: No time likes the present. There's a
6: front door and a side door from what I know. I haven't been inside and both are probably locked. If not worse, no accessible windows from what I can see place places pretty secure. Who knows what goes on beneath the floorboards there.
3: Lillian has an idea what she saw in there.
6: Oh, you told him about your
3: trip?
2: I did.
6: Are you feeling okay?
2: I am feeling much better than I was. I still have a little headache.
6: I mean, we could try to draw her out. So you have a
3: bait good enough for that?
6: It would have to be one of her followers. They would have to get her attention and, and draw her elsewhere. So the question is, how prepared are you to... Well, a lot of us, basically, have prepared are we to put ourselves in a situation where not only would their cult come after us, but they would go back to her for help.
0: Right. So, uh, Miss O'Shea, would you roll Cthulhu Mythos for me?
1: Well, that's a 26 out of 45.
0: It's got to be something the doctor said to you. That idea of that he lanced something. There's a different feeling in the ground here. You know how the father's land is very, um, how it feels, how it felt when you first got back onto Africa, the continent itself. Mm -hmm. This feels different in here. It feels like there's something else with you. It's not his presence. It feels like you're ankle deep wading through a muddy waters There's something here that shouldn't be here.
1: Does it feel like it's a something or it's a like does it feel like it is a creature or just like an like an aura of not good.
0: Yeah, it's an energy here that's different. Okay. It's as if you're standing in a river of mud. That is flowing around you. That's sort of the feeling that you get from it. Is, is there's something, some energy low to the ground here. Like there's something wrong with the ground here.
1: Okay. And is it like getting, has it gotten worse, like the closer we've gotten to the tea house?
0: It's really, the, this is the first you're really sensing of it. Oh, okay. And you're a couple, you're about a house or so away from the main drag kind of tucked okay. into this little corner of buildings or this little uh, space between buildings having this conversation. And you're just feeling this tension at your feet beginning to rise up.
1: Then I will turn to the doctor, say, uh, it's it's already here, this far out.
5: Oh, yes. it. The, the moment I did it, it began to spread. I had to back away from it because this... Uh, The amount that was coming out of it was fantastic. I wish I could show you what
1: I saw. I think she already knows we're here.
5: Inevitably, she does. There was an infection around the tea house. This is not going to make a lot of sense, but I don't know if you can feel it. He looks to Maeve, grasps at the air a little bit because Doc's not used to having to put these kind of words together. But I had to it, it it was like an infection, so I had to lance it. And well that's how you begin to heal an infection. But unfortunately, yes. That it means she probably knows we are coming.
1: Yeah, the um energy's all around us, so and it's only getting worse the closer we get.
6: If we want to do this, I'm sure I can get her attention. It's gonna end up happening out here in the street, but
2: But do we want that to happen? Where more people have more angles to come at us versus in the house, where there's limited space and entrances and exits.
1: I'm more worried about what these other people will see and how they will react and how they will be scarred.
6: Well, if we're acting to the impression that she's not omnipotent, then we can just
4: try to break in. Or we can get her to the front door.
5: Mike, I'd like to uh, Mm -hmm. pull the curtain back from the side of the birdcage and see how the my little friend is reacting currently to the energies around him
0: uh the who as we affectionately call it who is uh, sleeping okay all right well i'm not worried yet He, uh, he does not seem interested i should say it does not seem interested
3: i say we just go in we keep it contained in the building i agree if they're going to do
6: that, then we should probably do both. We should send a group to the front to be uh, as obvious as possible, and I will try to go around back and see if I can get access to that side door. All right. um, I will gesture for the cat.
3: Oh, of course,
6: good buddy. Hey, um, I'll take the bell off of him.
5: Okay. Um,
6: you might want to uh, stay close but get out of sight. Okay. I will give him more liver and send him on his way. You do so.
0: Okay, so your aim then, uh, Sam, is the side door. I've have seen it. I haven't gone
6: back there, but uh, I, I will I will attempt to make for the side door gently, uh, because if they're gonna go and go knocking, then I will attempt to you know, get a little backdoor action. Hello,
4: I can raise a big old ruckus out front if you really want me to.
2: But won't that call attention to other folks then, other people?
0: All right, Sam. Um, I'm gonna have you make a stealth roll. Yes, yeah, no problem. Now we in it. There's a 97 over 95.
6: Ooh, ooh. So I will. Yeah, I'm gonna push this roll. Okay, so I prop here, here's what happens. Okay, I probably stagger a bit when they start waffling again about dragging her in the street after it was after they just it's, it seemed like the general consensus was you know contain. Right. It's like, but I can blow up the street and I probably just like almost fall on my face and like <laughs> trip over my own heels. So I will take a deep breath and assume that those cooler minds will prevail. I will channel my inner Fabienne. Okay. Yeah, 19. 19.
0: Uh, under 95. Very good. Um, You dip out into the street. You gather yourself up and try to shake off what you just heard. Uh, you get close to a couple of these trees and then eventually work your way to the side of the building where the side door is. While that is going on, now the front door team. What um what is the plan? What's the idea there?
4: My my idea is simple. I'm a journalist, I'm following lead. I was told to come here. It doesn't have to be truthful.
0: That's certainly not. I don't know a lot of journalists play house calls at nearly 10 o'clock at night. Right.
4: Well, I mean, if Reggie told me to come here and talk to her now. You don't have to bullshit me about it, man. uh, Yeah, I have to bullshit her about it. Right. So uh, we'll see if I can bullshit her.
0: Okay, so you're going to go to the front door?
4: Yeah, I can go to the front door.
0: Is anyone else going with Robert?
3: Yeah, I'm going to go to the front door, but I'm going to stand off to the uh, side.
0: Okay. As you look at the door, right hand or left hand side?
3: Um, Right hand side.
0: Okay. You're near a little wheelbarrow. That said, the the rest of you who are, who are back, there's a Lillian, Sigmund, and Maeve. What, what are the three of you doing as these two gents go off towards the front door?
1: I'm going to be within eyesight, so if I need to cast anything, I can. Otherwise, I'm not going to be right up there.
0: Yep, You can easily, through an alleyway, see the front door, Um, and you can see Robert uh, beginning to reach up to knock on the door. You can definitely, but you're roughly 10 or so feet, 15 feet maybe across the street, so you've got some spacing from any immediate issues? Sigmund and
5: Um, Sigmund is going to be uh, behind Maeve a bit further back into the alleyway as more of a reserve, and so the, he's a little more out of the way. Okay.
2: To not have further people in the alleyway there, I will go around the other side to cover behind Jack.
0: Okay. Do a little overwatch for... Mr. Doyle there? Yes. Okay. Well, the stage is set. The pieces have been placed on the table and that is where we will call our episode to a close tonight. And so I look forward to next week where we get to see what happens to this tea house. Thank you and good night.